know by now that, hey, I'm a doctor. <laughs> uh, not that kind of doctor, though. I'm a doctor of public health. So there's a difference, right? I'm not going to be treating patients. I'm not going to be working long hours only to get, you know, really bad scores from patients and get people angry at me because they want narcotics and they don't get them or, you know, whatever. I'm going to be, uh, I'm a doctor of public health, which means that I have the doctoral level education, which means that I did the work and put forth the effort to show that I can do, like, very high level work and research and teach things to people and stuff like that. So it goes without saying that I'm kind of like at the pinnacle of my of my um, academic career or like th not the career itself, but the academic career. Like this is as much as I can go. Sure, I can learn. We all could always learn more things. But as far as having to prove it to anyone, eh, this is probably it. It's kind of like what they call a terminal degree. Like it's that's it. End of the line. You can't be a student anymore. How do you go into the real world? And that's one of the things that I'm doing right now. It's actually I'm looking for some work because I'm doing a lot of freelancing, uh, a lot of consulting, you know, that kind of stuff just to be flexible so that the baby, in case the baby needs me, I can, you know, be there because my wife has more responsibilities because she has a real job. So <laughs> with that said, um, I don't know if you read the story of what happened last Wednesday, but basically my, my brother came in from Nebraska to be here for my dissertation defense and um, my wife didn't want to take any chances. So we got some hotel rooms down by the School of Public Health about a block away. And on the day of the final defense, woke up really early because I could barely sleep at night. As you can imagine, I was nervous and um, my brother and I went to get breakfast downstairs and then, you know, had like a continental breakfast and with hot sauce and all the delicious things that come with a continental breakfast. And then we, we got dressed and I hardly ever wear a suit. You only see me wear a suit like at special occasions, job interviews, things like that. But um, I've been trying to look the part. So I've kind of made a compromise with myself that I wasn't going to look like a slob anymore. And I've been wearing like jeans with a nice shirt and maybe a tie and a jacket and shoes, dress shoes, and instead of like my usual t-shirt and jeans and, and tennis shoes. Those I, I save for the weekend or for, you know, not important things. So I put on my suit, which was like an actual suit that I got when I first started the program five years before. Um, it, it was it's a nice suit. I, I must say I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wear it again because it, I did look I did look good. I must say, uh, even if I do say so myself. So we walked over to the school of public health and we got everything ready at the lecture hall with the where the defense was gonna be. Just you know, practice a little bit of the slides, look them over one more time, just made sure that I had everything memorized, what I was gonna say, where I was gonna say it how I was going to say it because how you sound is 80% of the game how you sound how you look uh, and what you say in that order so everything was ready to go people were coming in and people were so nice when they were coming in they, they wanted to congratulate me for the work and congratulate me for getting done they also wanted to meet the baby because the baby was there and I talked a lot about that little baby and so they they were there saying hello and um and then the presentation started and it went great. It went for about an hour, a little bit over an hour, and then about 15 minutes of Q&A at the end. The questions were not difficult. Um, the only thing, I was having a little bit of a panic attack because we were running low on time and we needed to go upstairs to do the actual oral exam. So I was kind of like, move it along, move it along. Um, and you can see that in the YouTube video that I uploaded. You can see it on one of the previous blog posts. I uploaded a YouTube video about the whole the presentation. So we were done with that and we headed up to the room to have the exam. 
um, it was an oral exam where five PhDs from different um, areas within public health asked me about my dissertation after having read it. They asked me why I did the things that I did, what were some of my conclusions, what things I could have done better, what things uh, got in the way, what was I going to do next? I mean, it was it was a really good conversation. And that's what I really like about these oral exams. A lot of people really freak out about them. And I did to a certain extent, but they freak out because they think that they're going to be like these difficult exams when in fact they're just conversations you're actually having a conversation with your colleagues on your findings and you don't get super defensive because you're going to get good feedback if you choose the right committee and that's the thing you get to choose the committee so you know the kind of people that are going to be on it and and how it's going to work out and i had five wonderful committee members who were all collegial towards me is that a word collegial and uh and they were colleagues and so everything everything went well um they finally you know congratulated me on becoming a doctor and signed off on the necessary forms. Uh, all I have to do now is just um, get rid of a couple of typos on the on the dissertation that I noticed the night before. Uh, just little, little tiny little typos, uh, a couple of misspellings, a couple of really, you know, the kind of mistakes you make when you're hurrying up to try to get something done, something big like this. Um, and so it's all done. It's, it's ready. It's almost ready. I just need to do those edits and then I'll be submitting it to the university and then all of you can read it. I'm going to post it online as a PDF so you can read the work that I did. So basically what I did was I took everything that I learned on how to investigate outbreaks of infectious disease and I applied it to how to investigate the outbreak of homicides in Baltimore City. Because there is an outbreak and a lot of people are dying and there's a, a method to studying these things that is from the criminology, criminology side where you just look at who's perpetrating the violence. And then there's a method from the victimology side of who are the victims. And that's more where I focused on who were the victims, what were they doing or where were they when they got killed and some of their attributes. And you should not be surprised that here you in Baltimore you have uh, African American men between ages of 15 and 35 who are underemployed, um, didn't finish high school, live in the poorest, most disordered neighborhoods. They're the ones who are the victims. Or actually, let me clarify that they don't live in the poorest and more disordered neighborhoods. I didn't have access to their home addresses. They were killed in some of the poorest and more most disordered neighborhoods. So you don't want to make the mistake when you don't have the address data to say that because they died in a place, that's where they lived. Although a lot of evidence does show that if you get killed violently, it's more near your house. You don't actually like travel miles and miles and miles away to get killed violently on the average and in the long run. So everything was done. We went upstairs and had some cake and some uh, alcohol-free cider and just, you know, enjoyed the moment. And then we had to check out of the hotel. So we went over and did that. And then my wife went back home with the baby. And because my brother was flying out the next day back to Nebraska, we stayed back in, in, in Baltimore and we went to eat some tacos. And then we went to watch a soccer game at uh, an Irish pub. And then we went to the hotel and just uh, relaxed. And I finally fell asleep. I'm not kidding you. Pretty much like around 7 30 p.m i was done uh it had been a day of days and i didn't I, I just needed to sleep and i didn't wake up until seven in the morning the next day and it was great i became a doctor so what am i gonna do next as i said i'm gonna do some consulting i'm gonna do some freelance work uh data analysis uh public health stuff i'm looking um i applied for a couple of jobs teaching because i as it turns out i actually like, like teaching i know i've said before that i didn't want to teach and i didn't want to get into academia but at the same time it is a really good way to influence the next generation of epidemiologists, the next generation of people who are going to solve some of the biggest problems in public health and in general and in health 
uh, you know, at the individual level. So some of these, and I call them kids because they're so young. Some of these kids are coming up and they need to be taught how to do public health. You, they, you, you can learn the theory all you want and you can regurgitate numbers or do know how to punch numbers, but the actual work that goes into doing public health is a whole different thing. And so that's what I want to do. That's what I want to focus on. And uh, we'll see where that goes. So I want to really, really thank all of you that have come along with me on this process that have been reading, either reading the blog or keeping up with me on social media. Those of you who are my friends and know me in person uh, and all the people that have mentored me. And some of you have mentored me and you don't even know it. But uh, I, I took the best things of the things that you have taught me and I applied them to this and I continue to apply them in my life and I want to thank you for that so with that this is uh what is it season zero still <laughs> episode three of the epidemiological podcast um I'm gonna work on a couple of other projects too that have to do with podcasting so hopefully we'll have something for you that is a little bit more entertaining than just me droning on on my life experiences uh hopefully i'll do some interviews or something you know with that voices of public health podcast that i've been working on forever but we'll see we'll see where it goes thank you for tuning in have a great rest of the day thank you for your time as always take care and don't forget to brush your teeth uh take your vitamins and get your vaccines all right thank you